You're watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. A quadriplegic man in the United States has regained his touch and movement after surgeons successfully implanted micro trips into his brain. Artificial intelligence plays a role as it is used to read, interpret, and translate the man's thoughts into actions. The 45-year-old successful surgery is now considered a world first. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. So Oz, we talk a lot about the unknown factors of artificial intelligence, but here is an instance mm -hmm. where it's really used for good. No, I think this this is a, a big one. You know, it, it's been theorized for decades that you could utilize um, some sort of advanced technology inside of implants where it would reconnect, um, you know, spinal cord communications, because that's largely what the issue is. And then the signal processing from the brain to send messages through the spinal cord to tell the rest of the body what to do. Um, here, what we have is sort of the first case where they've actually been able to embed artificial intelligence technology inside of these chips um, inside of a person. Now, there's obviously some cybersecurity concerns with this, like how exactly is that accessible? Uh, could something happen to the person? Um, but what it does do above and beyond those types of concerns is it sets the stage for, you know, very successful new endeavors in technology touching medicine and in medicine becoming far more effective than it has been for these types of, of ailments and injuries. Um, you know, but which before, I mean, pretty much restricted you to a life of a, a wheelchair where now you, you may actually be able to be mo motile and, and potentially walk, um, and that's significant. So can AI revolutionize surgery? More than likely. Um, you know, it's going to require a lot to train it. Uh, if you look at, you know, Mount Sinai in New York, they've been utilizing uh, virtual reality and artificial intelligence technology to kind of help with brain, like brain tumors um, and the removal excising of brain tumors. Um, if you look at what's going on internationally, you know, they're using AI to to kind of like, in some places, second guess, but also augment, um, you know, your surgeons. And um, what I see the, the most useful uh, use of this is in preventing, um, you know, I guess call it cross infection inside of your hospital. So, you know, most people that go in will get an infection that's like MRSA or, you know, a staph infection or just like a site infection and injections, that kind of a thing. Um, if they're in the hospital long enough, you know, anything over a couple of weeks, couple of months. So the opportunity for AI to kind of make recommendations in terms of what we should be doing for cleanliness, for sterilization, um, and to prevent disease spread, I think is, is really kind of here and now uh, where it goes inside of the medical establishment, um, you know, from a perspective of surgery and, and augmenting surgery, that's really where we're going to be going over the next couple of years. Um, and it could be something that reduces costs, um, but more often than not, I think it's going to be something that improves the quality of care, uh, as well as, you know, how patient, patient outcomes really like end up at, at the end of the day. Now, artificial intelligence has really become a part of our daily lives, and we're seeing many industries embrace the new technology. And now with this story, the science world is exploring the potential of AI and surgery. What do you think the potential impact this could have? 
Well, you know, we had chat GPT taking the bar exam and a variety of other things. And it's not like you're going to authorize a chat GPT attorney. And there were attorneys that had tried to take them into courts and judges sort of smack that thing down. Um, the question in the medical establishment becomes one of, you know, one, what do the medical boards say? Right. Are they going to allow this to become an augmentation to what do the hospitals and the insurers say? Um, because if we can utilize this in a way where we could deploy certain types of repetitive surgeries and reduce cost, uh, they're more than likely to suggest, hey, why don't you have an AI surgery? Um, but the, the safety and the FDA guidelines and a variety of things are probably a couple of years off. Um, but these these initial surgeries that we're seeing that are sort of the test cases are really setting the stage for that. And, you know, also for a potential revolution of medicine where we're using doctors in potentially a better way. Um, but, you know, these things can always go sideways. Uh, and I think that's where a lot of people are worried about that. Uh, Sultan, thanks so much for joining me today and sharing your insights. Thanks for having me. That's the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.